This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Reese's and with me, the banana. The mustache banana. Do you like how I did that? I was hiding it with the cup. And then when we went live, revealed boom. it. So uh, he was the broken banana. Right. So my girlfriends might have all gotten pregnant. What? Right now, when I revealed the mustache. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Gotta go check. Um, so good to have you back, Mr. Banana. Thank you. you. You were replaced by the woolly rhino. Been a couple weeks. Mm. Yeah. It's been two. It's exactly been a couple. A couple. Yeah. No, actually, it's been one week that you were gone. But mm-hmm. uh, I was telling everybody how you didn't BJJ that guy correctly. No. And thus, I actually heard myself in the warm-ups. I wasn't even live rolling. You said you tried to do a flip. I, well, I didn't try to do a flip. I did one inadvertently, <laughs> and I landed 220 pounds on my ankle. You were too old and not athletic Too old and too fat to, to be, be trying, trying to do a flip. I didn't try to do a flip. I did one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but it's uh, it's on the mend. I'm good. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, Novasar, thank you so much for your continued subscription. We appreciate it. Help keeps the light the lights on. Mm-hmm. Keeps Mariana into uh, wee pillow body pillows. She's moved up to family packs of Cheez-Its now instead of Indeed. the value box of the off <laughs> the brand, samples the off brand <laughs> the the yeah. cheese squares. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> from Sweden. Uh, but we appreciate the support, and it helps to keep the stream alive. It does. For All real. Right. For like, for, yeah, real talk. It yeah, it does. Yep. So, as always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, as we said. And there's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and dive in. But it's good to have the banana back. Mm. The Wooly Rhino was fun. It's always good to mix Pablo's it up. Pablo's good. Pablo is really good. We actually had a really he, good show He might know week. something about doing media. I don't know. Might, we, yeah. um, Pablo's been taking improv classes, and I think it's really been paying off. Nice. Yeah, he's it's it, his witty repertoire. I didn't notice that. Now, now I'm going to be on the lookout for mm. for when I when I feel like he's repping, I'm like just knock it off. I don't want <laughs> get out of here. With Put that. him back in his place. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and dive in and start the show. Thank you to everybody who's joining us for the live show. By the way, if you do want to catch the live show, it's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch, Frontline Gaming underscore TV. But if you can't catch it live, you can always catch us on YouTube, iTunes. Uh, all the, the tunes and the, the, the tubes. Anywhere that you can listen to things. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Someone's going to go down to the ocean and be like, I can't hear it. Pick up a shell. They'd be like, I, I was told <laughs> there there would be 40K tables here. Yeah. That's what that's <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're on all sorts of media now. So uh, however you consume it, thank you so much. Please be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a comment, all that good stuff. It helps to get us out there in front of more eyeballs and ear holes mm-hmm. all right so the flg matt summer super sale is in full swing and there is only five days left to pick up a new mat at a discounted price we also released five new designs wow. there's some really cool stuff in there and now we i don't even we have eight different sizes of mats now it's pretty crazy yeah uh, from everything mm-hmm. from a super sized four by eight foot apocalypse style mat down to a little diminutive 20 by what is it 22 by 14 or whatever the kill team size um, 30 by 22 is kill team. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm uh, thinking 24 by 14 is the display, the, uh, mat display mats. Size. If you have a display board or something, yeah, <clears throat> it's good for that. So we have a, we have hundreds and hundreds of 
variety mm -hmm. now uh, yeah. of different like sizes and styles of mats. Right. And some of the ones we came out with are really cool. Um, of the new ones, I think Cavern is my favorite. I think it's the coolest looking mat. Mm -hmm. uh, Ash Waste has proven to be really popular. Obviously, in uh, 40K lore, Ash Wastes are always, you know, you, you hear about it all the time. Like in Armageddon, there was mm -hmm. the Ash Waste mm -hmm. Militia that fought against the orcs and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and it'd be really good for Age of Sigmar as well. Mm -hmm. uh, San Angeles is pretty cool. Got some mixed feedback on that. Some people love it. Some people think it looks, think it looks like a cartoon. It's, it's good for lots of different games out there. Yeah. Like Infinity. That, that was yeah. what we had in mind when we were designing it, but um, you could totally use it for Or it, the smaller well. ones, I think, would be great for like uh, Necromunda Kill, Kill or Kill Team. Necromunda. or Yeah. So there's all kinds of cool new designs out there. Uh, check so it out. Space, the, the third space that we did, that looks Oh, Space sharp. 3 is really, really good. You play looking. any kind of space yeah. game, it looks really good. Yeah. Also, if you uh, want your local game store to spruce up the tables that they have, we do offer retailer discounts. So have them reach out to us. Um, and we can get that taken care of, especially a lot of game stores have eight foot by four foot tables. Yep. Um, and so they were always asking for it. So if you guys want a cool place to play, you know, have them hit us up. Yeah, we have wholesale accounts for retailers. Pretty cool. And again, you only have until the 12th of August, this coming Monday to take advantage <clears> of the <throat> savings. So pop in, take a look. If you see something to grab your eye, now's the time to buy. Yep, because I don't think we probably won't be doing sales until the holiday season. We usually only yeah. do two a year. Mm -hmm. yep, that's it. It's been eight months since the last time we had a sale. So, All right, everybody at the ETC this coming weekend, we want to give you a big shout out. Wish you luck. I know Team USA obviously had the very tragic and sad setback of losing one of their teammates, uh, Mr. In Control, uh, which was a real bummer, obviously. However, we're going to be rooting for the team. Mm -hmm. uh, as I understand it, Adam Abramowicz is going to step in. He was the team coach. And in situations like this, that's the person that jumps in. So we're going to be rooting for you guys. Good luck. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the ETC, it's the European Team Championship. Uh, very big event uh, in Europe. And the, the focal point of it is the 40K team event. That's the most popular part. Although they also have Age of Sigmar team event, mm -hmm. uh, huge, <clears throat> which is a huge event. Really, really cool. And um, last year, Team USA won the 40K event, which is a big deal. Nice. Yeah. So... Uh, over the years, we've gone from friendly rivals, and I, when I say we, I, I mean like all of us here in the United States that are in the, the match play community, from like friendly rivals talking trash to the, having become really good friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> we all work together now, and we're really excited for the very cool thing that they've built. It's, it's kind of similar to like the World Cup. Um, that's the, the model that they based it off of. So mm -hmm. uh, it's very neat, and we wish everybody success. Uh, a lot of the events do score ITC points. So can't wait to see how Team USA does this year. Can they repeat their performance? We'll see. And then, of course, all of the guys playing Age of Sigmar, which a lot of our buddies are on the Age of Sigmar team. Um, we're wishing you guys luck, too. Joe Cryer, do it, baby. Yeah, he's been on a world tour. He has been having quite the... the I've been secretly hating on his Instagram and his uh, Facebook posts. He's thumbs downing everything. Yeah. Like, how go. dare you travel <laughs> and have fun, you yeah. young man? So, Joe, there you go. It's the uh, jealous banana yeah. who's giving you all that's that the negative most, feedback. That's the biggest personality. The hater banana. The banana, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, good luck to everybody part, uh, competing. Uh, hope you all have a good time. Uh, the SoCal Open 2019 is not too far away at this point. We're about two and a half months away. And uh, if you do want to come and play, of course, we have Age of Sigmar, Kill Team, Shadespire, all kinds of fun stuff. The secondhand shop will be there. If you want to come and just poke your head in and say hi, maybe do a little shopping, 
hang out, you're free to do so. It's free to enter. And the, the event's going to be huge, by far the biggest year we've ever had, but especially for 40K, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to play, the 40K narrative has three tickets left, and the 40K champs is like six or seven or something. We're like two, we're, I think we're right at like 250. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to go, where the, the tickets have been selling steadily, uh, not super quickly, but steadily here coming down the home stretch, and it's, I would anticipate by the time we're on the next podcast, it's going to be sold out. Nice. So if you want to go, it's going to be a super major 256 in the big boy club. Uh, make sure to go and grab those tickets. It's going to generate a ton of points. Mm-hmm. And as we've always said, it's such a chill, it's fun really nice. event. It's so nice. It's it just, is. it's one of those things that it's, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's a very, like, it's it, a very SoCal feel yeah, to it. It's, it's very, very chill, but it's very open. Like you have a lot of space in yeah. between the tables. The, the bay doors are always open because it's in a basically like an aircraft hangar looking yeah. thing. It's not. It's a fairground deal. But it's an um, so you have a little bit of a breeze coming in. The weather's always nice here in the in the in October. Um, yeah, it's just really fun. Yeah, and it's it's great for a beach vacation with a the family. Mm-hmm. They have um, pretzel hot dogs. Yeah, which are great. They're they're okay. <laughs> they're, they're, as hot dogs go, I've had better, yeah. but you know whatever. So you know. Yeah, and they got beer and stuff. If you're a fan home, of, so. of hot dog variations. <laughs> But uh, we hope to see you all there. And of course, it's not just about the big 40K event. We've just been emphasizing that because it's about to sell out. But we can't wait to see everybody who's going to come and play. Age of Sigmar, Kill Team, Shades, Fire, etc. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, the big news this week, the, one, the thing that's got everybody excited, and for good reason, the flagship uh, product line of Games Workshop, the mm-hmm. poster boys <clears throat> of tabletop gaming, the Space Marines are getting a big, interesting, big update. Obviously, I mean, we kind of know when what's coming out and, and whatnot, but that this hit like a ton of bricks. I've been, They're like, you like Space Marines? Boom. boom. And it was like from like one week, like, well, maybe there might be something coming, guys. And then it's like new codex, new supplements, new blah, 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 new minis. It's like huge. Yep. It's insane. This is one of the biggest uh, releases I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we're limited in what we can say at this point in time, but... Like working on this on the the playtesting side of things was a monstrously huge project, gigantic, right? Like outside of actually like working on eighth edition core rule set, this was the biggest project that that we've had. Um, And I've been just patiently waiting for this because obviously I'm a big Space Marine player myself. I've been playing on most of the edition and the, the, the Space Marine, Chaos Space Marine Codex, when they came out, they're very different than a lot of the other codexes. Like, uh, their vehicles don't have chapter tactics or, or you know, or, mm-hmm. or whatever flavor of that rule set. And a lot of the things that kind of <clears throat> held them back or made them different in, in negative ways was because they were the first two codexes written. And they were, they were so far ahead of the curve that, like, there wasn't a lot of experience yet with 8th edition. So um, this is what Space Marine players have been asking for. This is what they've been waiting for. And Games Workshop listened, right? Like this, for basically all of 8th edition, apart from the very beginning when uh, Space Marines were hyper-powered due to really negative, in my opinion, uh, interactions with things like Storm Raven spam with G-Man and stuff, which not wasn't really good for the game, in my opinion. It wasn't fun. Um, now they, they've been behind right. the curve. Which right? was funny because that was basically the beginning of 8th edition, yeah. you saw a lot of holdovers from 7th edition power game players, yeah. and they were all looking for the you know, the 7th edition loopholes. So you saw all that in the beginning. But I've really liked how like Games Workshop has like, been on top of those things. Like, no, no, yeah. no. As soon as people are like, oh my god, I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, basically, they just look at James Carmona's 
Facebook page. And don't like, feed his yeah, paranoia. They're like, uh, oh. Don't do it. Oh, these guys are doing this now? We got to stop it. Yeah. Now, dude, now I'm never going to hear the end of that. Thank yeah. you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm here two days a week. <laughs> Can we make it zero? Oh, God. But uh, they've been very reactive and yeah. they've listened to what people have to say because this is people have been like, you know, very vocal. Almost everyone who plays 40K has a Space Marine Army. Yeah. Like, that, that's a true statement. <clears throat> and uh, everybody wants to see them be good because they're so, like, they're so popular mm -hmm. and so many people have them. If Space Marines are good, it's good for the hobby, right. in the, my opinion. The rules have never quite matched the fluff. There's been times when, like, 4th edition, I felt, was like the time that... Mm -hmm. Back in 4th edition, Assault Marine was actually scary. A Devastator Marine was actually really scary. A Tactical Marine did his job. Mm -hmm. And the game is scaled up, but their stats haven't. And so they've been just... It's been kind of laughable almost, like how poor they've performed on the tabletop compared to their lore. Mm -hmm. That's all about to change, let me tell you. <clears throat> the, 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 the scaling up of power of this book compared to where they were is dramatic it's like times two maybe even times three in fold increase in offensive output it's nuts and today i've been waiting for this one they they just unveiled the doctrines which is one of like the the main things that's going to scale up the the damage output of, of space marines and why don't you scroll down and we'll talk about sure. those um so they, they talked about the updated chapter tactics. Uh, a lot of the, the chapter tactics for Space Marines were very underwhelming. Chaos Space Marines as well. When you look at other books, chapter tactics. So those are all getting updated. That's awesome, right? That helps get, bring them in alignment with a lot of other books. But the big one that they've unveiled today is the Doctrines. And so the way the Doctrines work is that you start the game in the Devastator Doctrine. And then each turn you can switch, uh, basically switch up or you know laterally, however you want to look at it. You can go to the Tactical Doctrine on turn two or later. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you can go to the Assault Doctrine on turn three or later. Um, we'll go through these, but I'm just going to air my biggest complaint. This book is amazing. And if you're a Space Marine player, you're going to be like over the moon happy. My biggest complaint is that you have to go through these in order. I wish you could just start in whichever one was most appropriate to your army. Mm -hmm. Because in my experience in testing it, I tended to go towards things that just were best in the Devastator Doctrine because you start in it, your maximum efficiency. Some of the armies that want to be in the Assault Doctrine, it's frustrating because you don't get to it until turn three, right? And in turn three, oh, a lot of times- you can't skip. You can't go from the Devastator to the Assault? From what we've seen so far, that's not possible. Got it. Um, and to me, that was a little frustrating because like Black Templar, White Scars, mm -hmm. whatever, um, it would be nice if you could just start in that. Because right. oftentimes in 8th edition, because of the lethality of the game, by the time you get to turn three, mm -hmm. shit, like the showdown's already happened, right? Yeah. So, because <clears throat> from a fluff perspective, I absolutely get it. It follows the Codex Astartes. And it's like, first you shoot them, and then you close, and you bolter them, and then you get in and you stab them. Yeah. I get it, right? I get it. But from a gameplay perspective, it would have been nice to just be able to choose this. And we'll see what happens in the Codex, right. but that, and, that was my biggest concern. And they, they did specify that this is for Codex Space Marine armies, right? Like, so if you're a Blood Angels player, you're not getting this. Let's, we'll Dark double Angels. check. We'll double check. I, I I'm, believe... pretty, I'm pretty sure it did say Codex Space Marines because I know if I was a Dark Angels player, I'd be like, what about my Dark Angels? I don't want to okay. misspeak, but we'll double yeah. check because it's in that last article. So let, let's Got take it. a look at them, right? These are huge. The first one is the Devastator Doctrine. This is what you start the game in. And they all operate essentially the same way with a variation on what it impacts. So the Devastator mm -hmm. Doctrine, 
The armor penetration characteristic of heavy and grenade weapons this model is equipped with is approved by one wireless this doctrine is active. So, for example, a heavy bolter would go to AP2. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a crack grenade would go to AP2. A frag grenade would go to AP1. Uh, it's incredibly powerful. It's in- in- incredibly powerful. Yeah. Right? So if you have some Devastator Marines with four heavy bolters, one of my favorite configurations to run them in, mm-hmm. or I would often take five <clears throat> with two heavy bolters, but whatever. Uh, now they're all AP2. That's ridiculous. Such a big change. Does um this now this only works on infantry models, or does it say does it's it also anybody work that on has vehicles? the doctrine rule? Which again, I don't want to misspeak. So why don't we we'll wait and look? Okay. Um, we'll, we'll double check that. But it, it's such a huge jump up in power. Like a crack missile goes to AP three. Huge. Yeah. Deal. Frag. A frag missile becomes AP one. Uh, it, it's it's a big deal. It's a big change. Yeah. It makes Marines' uh, damage output go up considerably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one is the Tactical Doctrine. And this one, same pattern, different application. The armored penetration characteristic of rapid fire and assault weapons is increased by one. Huge, dude, that's insane. No, what's funny is that these doctrines, specifically a Tactical Doctrine, both make Terminators better and worse at oh, the same time. <laughs> what we found in, when, in testing is that Marine-on-Marine Marine fights with these new rules is a bloodbath. Right, they're just all negating each other's armor. They just blow yeah, each just, other away. Which is the way it should be. I mean, that's what their weapons are designed yeah. for. So It's it's savage. When yeah. you fight marine-on-marine mm-hmm. combat now with all the doctrines in place, it's uh, it's just brutal. Yeah. Um, but the tactical doctrine is gnarly because now, you know, a primary space marine can have an AP-2 yeah. bolt rifle. Um, it's it, it's huge, right? Like assault, like flamers become AP-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and on and on and on, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a big big deal and now imagine this with things like uh aggressors or imperial fists where you have exploding mm-hmm. uh bolter rules centurions yeah, centurion like centurions in the devastator or the tactical doctrine are ridiculous mm-hmm. um it, it's it, it's such an increase in in damage output and there's still more to come like this is not even all of it yet there's still more layers of rules that are coming space means are just going to get a dramatic dramatic increase in, in efficacy. Uh, so the tactical doctrine is going to be amazing. Like I said, Imperial Fist, Crimson Fists, uh, just throwing down a ton of Primaris Marines that walking up the table with AP2 bolters on turn two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also have a plus one attack when they charge our charge heroically in the yeah. it's a It's a, a dramatic difference. Right. And then finally, the Assault Doctrine, uh, the armor penetration characteristic of pistol and melee weapons are in pre- increased by uh, AP1. So... You could have a Vanguard veteran with double chainswords, one of my favorite loadouts, aesthetically and practically. Mm-hmm. So whereas before he had four attacks, now he's going to have five AP-1 attacks on the charge. Right. That's bonkers. And for everything. I mean, like, you know, uh, Assault Terminators with Lightning Claws, you know, Thunder Hammers, yep. additional rend. It's, it's amazing. It's, it is so good. What, yeah. We'll jump into checks. I'm sure they answered the question about... Uh, I haven't been looking at all the comment sections, but... Um, there must be a lot of gnashing of teeth, though. Right? Oh, yeah. From like other, like, what Chaos about, what about Eldar? Yeah. yeah. Let's check, let's double check uh, what they said in the uh, article because I can't remember. I, I know they mentioned. They do. If you scroll all the way down to the where they say, and now it's not even. Is it this article? So, yeah. Let's yeah, see the combat them. doctrines. So, here we go. Let's scroll up. Combat doctrines. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hold off on talking about that for now because I, I don't want to misspeak. Uh, but if you scroll up the next paragraph up, it talks about uh, what they get. 
the 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 three the blood angels space holes and dark angels so they're getting units so they're, they're talking about that how they get all yeah. the different units and stuff which is really cool yeah um, super um, cool. well let's say focus on what we've got and not speculate um too much but for those of you out there that are a space marine player you're going to be oh, extremely, it, it does say extremely happy it does say that it's only okay well whatever well interesting okay not not too much longer to wait uh so in the chat what are you guys thinking so far gray knights for life baby well, they did mention that Grey Knights Grey and Chaos Space Marines are getting slightly the better. It's significantly better. But no, they actually got a lot worse though because of all the <laughs> their Terminators got worse because of the. Uh, if you're fighting, if people you're fighting with those Space rules. Marines, right. yeah, yeah. So I think it's actually a net loss, unfortunately, for Grey Knights guys. But keep on trucking, you know. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see like what uh, chapters prove to be the most popular. Um, in my opinion. Uh, and I've been saying it, I said it on Chapter Tactics too. We're going to have to wait and see, obviously, because sometimes uh, things that I think are going to be good or not yeah. tend, to, tend to be not, it doesn't work out always that way. But for me, in my experience, um, the big winners out of this, uh, in, in, I think Iron Hands is going to become the new Ultramarines. That's my prediction. And uh, as you, more information comes out, I think people will see why. Mm -hmm. uh, Ultramarines are still going to be really good. But uh, it's the the iron hands, in my opinion, are going to just be the, the it's going to be the most obviously powerful and easiest to play, and therefore I think they're going right. to be ubiquitous. Which I think in the days of the battle company, I think iron hands were the go-to also. No, it was only for the smash the captain. Because remember they had the um, the invul save, and they, they had um, you usually only took them the captain as iron hands, mm -hmm. um, but then the, oh the bike captain that yeah. was the, oh I forgot yeah. about that guy yeah. yeah. Um, this is great. We got to say this comment though. What? A rising, a rising tide lowers gray knights. Yeah. Says Red Bully. That's, <laughs> they got a little better. I mean, they got plus one attack. That's a big deal. It's, I guess. It could have been, it's better than a kick in the nuts, you know? Sure. Um, and then my, the, the other chapter that I think is going to be extremely prevalent is going to be Imperial Fists. In um, testing, we found oh, yeah. them to be really, really strong. Even Crimson Fists. Crimson Fists too. Um, yeah. And then again, as more information comes out, because there's a lot more, a lot, lot, lot more stuff. Yeah. Like, we, we've seen the tip of the iceberg, for lack of a better um, uh, cliche. So we've just seen the tip. Just the tip, okay. yeah. Yeah, the shaft is still underwater. Oh. Um, is it long? <laughs> we'll have to see. Or is it just real thick, short? We'll have to, we'll have right. to wait and see. I can't wait. All right. Um, but let's take a look at some of the new models, uh, and we'll, we'll talk more about the rules. We'll jump back into chat. We got the incursors. We have a salamander's green and black. Uh, pattern incursor here. That and helmet is the worst. I think it looks cool. Ugh. It's like Jordy's visor from Star yeah. Trek. I won't be using that one. Uh, whatever. But cool rules though. They are really cool yeah. rules. So a six to hit gets another hit. Um, and they have all kinds of fun stuff. They're like a variation of infiltrators. Right. Really cool. And there's all kinds of fun stuff coming out for, for these guys. Um, and then they showed another version, the, the uh, Black Armored uh, Raven Guard. Uh, version and he's got the mine and they talk about the mine it's super cool it's an area den denial mm -hmm. weapon so your guys throw them on the ground you put a little marker down or whatever and if anybody moves within range of it they can take mortal wounds it's it's real i thought it was super cool it's a fun mechanic yeah and you can you can as, place as many as you want apparently throw them on objectives yeah. and stuff yeah I, I, I think it's super cool and then of course the most controversial new model the dread the uh, uh what is this i can't even remember what his name is again it's the something or other dreadnought it doesn't look very good oh he's a big walker I think he looks. I think it looks cool. I'm not like. If they didn't have, if they didn't just take the frame from a dreadnought. 
I would have been okay with it. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, if they would have just had, like, a new, like, something that looked new, I would be like, oh, cool. You know, this is a piloted version. It's like a Centurion. But because they took the frame, I don't know. It just, something doesn't sit right. You know, like. It doesn't look terrible. Love it or hate it. The rules are pretty cool. The heavy um, the heavy bolter. Um, pistol. Oh, look at what they, the photo. There's a little seam line right through there. Um, but uh, anyways. Well, the, the thing about it. The, the heavy bolter pistol is cool. Yeah, you can shoot it in combat. Mm-hmm. If he's in combat, yeah. you can shoot it. The thing that's cool about it, in my opinion, like whether you like the looks of it or not, I actually kind of like it. Um, and I know some people don't, which is fine. Um, a lot of people thought Centurions were right really people. stupid before. I thought the new Ogren and Bolgren looked hideous until I saw them in real life. And I was like, oh, these look awesome. Yeah, um, sometimes it's the paint job, but it's just the design. I don't know. Eh, we'll see, right? But that's just me. Again, a lot of people like it. You could always kid bash it if you didn't want to. The, the roll cage look. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about it that is, it's kind of weird because it's a dreadnought, but it's also very cool is that he infiltrates. And they already talked about that in and the it's article. Um, and he has like a 2D6 shot, heavy flamer, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and you're going to be able to start using it right away. And one of the big problems with dreadnoughts in this edition is if it's not a hardcore shooty dreadnought, mm-hmm. uh, it really struggles to do anything. I've seen people make uh, contemptor dreadnought, chaos contemptor dreadnoughts work because you can warp time them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have some sort of like gimmick, like a mid-range dreadnought in this edition, it struggles. Yeah. Oftentimes you die before you do anything. It's the same with like the war, my war glaives and stuff. Like yep. they're just they're good, but they're just they can so many things can kill them in one go. It's not. Yeah, the not, war the war glaives is a good kind of comparison because war glaives are so fast that it's almost like that they can infiltrate. Yeah. And with my experience, war glaives there's just not enough wounds. The the toughness is, I don't know. I like and I love dreadnoughts. I, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I love them. It's just it's hard to make them work right now with the offensive output in the game. My Warglaive would always—he was either a badass or he got blown up immediately. Yeah, it was one of the two. There was no middle ground. We forget though. I, I feel like when we first, when this edition first came out, and this is a little bit of a segue, but or a sidetrack, is that when the first, when the edition first came out, everyone's ears removing buckets of models. They're like, "This is how the game plays. It's supposed to be devastating." But over the couple of years that it's been out now, now we're like, "Well, I don't like losing all my stuff." You know, uh, so quickly. I, I mean, feel like that's changed. That's been a, a, a shift in attitude. Yeah, it's yeah. like 7th edition was defined by unkillable units, which was incredibly frustrating. And 8th edition has been defined with hyper offense, yeah. which can also be frustrating. But in my opinion, it's I would rather have that than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why terrain is so, so important in this edition. You have to be able to hide or it's a shooting gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to the the dreadnought in case he's got all kinds of cool options. Yeah, you can equip him for melee. You can equip him for shooting. You can have a flamethrower, and then the fact that you can sneak him up the table before the game begins is really really useful. It makes it, uh, in my opinion, makes an appealing choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one we have the this uh, really cool blue tank, the Incursor, ooh, or Impulsor. 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 Uh, pretty neat uh, vehicle. It's basically, as I think most of you have ascertained at this point, it's like the Rhino for Primaris Marines, what we've been mm-hmm. waiting for. Um, follows kind of a similar uh, idea. It's like a hover tank and has what looks like a bunch of Iron Storm, you know, heavy stubbers of some mm-hmm. nature. But the really, really cool part about it so that we've seen so far is that it's an assault vehicle rule, meaning it can move and then a unit can get out. And then they said it can hold six models. Yeah. So pretty cool. You can move up move over things with the fly keyword, assuming that it has it, looking yeah. at it, you would assume so. Jump out and then blast something. You can't charge after doing it, but it's still really, really useful. You could put yeah. 
a high impact unit in there and then jump out and like let mm -hmm. someone have it. Um, and then they talked about some of the cool upgrades you could put on it, like a four up invul save, mm -hmm. et cetera. So <clears throat> assuming that the price point is right, this is going to be a big deal for Primaris Space Marine players because it was they, needed. They, they needed, they, they they needed, needed a transport. transport. Yeah, they, yeah. They didn't have anything. So for, and for some reason they couldn't fit in a land raider. So, you know, mini Marines and big Marines don't mix. No, it's true. They don't hang out with each other. <laughs> They know, well, the mini Marines see the writing on the wall. Yeah. They're like, remember the Thunder Warriors? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I know how this story ends. Yeah. I think they know it's going to happen. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Games oh. Workshop's just too cowardly to pull the trigger. <laughs> you like that? You That's no, a strong stance. That was a power move. Yeah. You ain't no Emperor of Mankind. You know how I feel about him. Uh. Get rid of him. All right. Let's jump into chat and answer some questions about uh, people. What you do they think about the Marines so far? Use them as, you know weights or something. Land Raider cup holders are too small for Primaris, says Rad Bully. That's a good one. Yes. Mm -hmm. The transport is only six models, says Viking XDK. Yeah. Uh, but Primaris units are usually in units of five or less. Yeah. You don't, you don't take too many. And if you want, you can always take the repulsor um, for a bigger transport. Uh, <clears throat> but th like the one, when you do take a unit of uh, more than five Primaris Marines, it's usually a unit of 10 and then you're doing the full thing. You're making them veterans and you're going all out on them in which case you might as well put them in a repulsor i've done it in practice um with imperial fists and oh boy let me tell you mm -hmm. when uh, 10 veteran intercessors jump out of that thing and light somebody up it is pretty rough yeah with ap2 and all the extra shots and all it's it's savage yeah. it's really really powerful um all right so far eight price points have not been a space marine forte symbol I don't fully agree with that. I think it's more been a rules issue for Space Marines. Obviously, if you made them dirt cheap, that would make up for a lot of it. But then it, it kind of goes against the lore. Mm -hmm. um, they needed to be more powerful, period. That is just yeah. what they needed. A bolt as two strength, four shots, no AP in this edition is a joke. Mm -hmm. One strength, four attack is a joke. So what they're getting now is they're getting rules that make them really strong. And the thing I like the most about this uh, codex is that, and you'll see more of it as we get more information, mm -hmm. each chapter really feels like its own army now. Yeah. Um, it's not just like Space Marines with a bike unit, Space Marines with a jump pack unit, whatever. Like, as you see all the other rules that are yet to, to be revealed, if you want to play, you know, whatever, uh, Iron Hands or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. you're going to have so much stuff that's unique to you, like white scars, whatever, that it's going to feel like a different army. And that that's a home run. Yeah. Right. Like it, the, the space means like they, they feel fully fleshed out now, like more so than they ever have before. Um, you know, it's not just ultramarines and then ultramarines with one different rule. Now it's going to be like your army's going to be different. It's going to play differently. It's going to have different stuff. Um, it's really good. This is like the, the best codex I've ever seen, in my opinion. Like, in the in, in the history of the game, it's looking good. And the supplement, yeah. I like the fact that they're doing the the main codex and then supplements after. Yeah, which is going to be really cool. So, it's yeah, it's it's great. Like I said, if you're like a dedicated, <laughs> you know, whatever white scars player, like your day has come. Mm -hmm. Like you are you are going to be. Did stoked. they say Black Templars are going to get their own codex, um, or is it going? Are they going to be lumped into the Imperial Fists one? We'll have to wait and see. I'm just not sure if they said it or not. I, I don't. I'm not either. Yeah. I just, I'm always cautious, trying to be cautious about yeah. answering questions. Can you scroll up? There was a couple of questions. And I, can't. I think, unfortunately, though, we're going to see a lot of people with yellow space marines being like, no, these are. Primark Safaria says, Black I'm hyped marines. on marines. Can the eliminators be run in 
you know, I, the chat's going a little too quickly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't remember unit sizes off the top of my head. If they can be running units of six, I'm sorry. I don't, and they haven't I don't said remember. That yet. Yeah. yeah. I think it's still three, but I, I can't remember. I apologize. You're going to know in about two days. In about two days, yeah. We'll yeah. do a full review as soon as we can. Um, Oh, God, the chat's going very quickly. It's going quick. So, sorry, guys. We'll, we'll uh, answer questions that are at the very bottom. So, Von Kroll, I love the idea of a course based reading book and the supplement. It gives the chance to cover all chapters. Yeah. And you're getting you're getting a really good amount of coverage, like yeah. more so than ever before. Chaos just got us a codex. Uh, why did, we need a redo for, for Chaos. <laughs> Didn't that come out like two months ago? Yes, it did. Yeah, you're, be happy. Chaos, the Chaos Space Marines book's really good. Yeah, they're, they're performing quite very well. Good. Very, and very good. Of course, other things that we wish were better. Do I wish that you know chaos space marines the actual troop unit were better and anything but red corsairs do i wish the cult troops were better i do yeah. i super do and you know what who knows what the future holds right like there's stuff coming out all the time just i mean if you're a player that's upset about this just always think that it could be worse you could play green knights <laughs> you know they, there's always somebody worse off than you yeah Granite Terminators. How many Granite Terminators? Granite players can look at Age of Sigmar players. Uh, Primark Severia says, is this the best codex? Are you saying this is the new Metabuster? When I say the best codex, I don't mean strictly in regards to competitiveness. I mean, in terms of, of the of total Space package. Marines ones before. I mean, like, period, of any codex ever. Hmm. Like, for, for how much you're getting and how much it is, like, really fleshing out each <clears throat> chapter, it's mm -hmm. such a home run. I think, in my opinion, I think that this book is going to be able to hang at the top tier of the meta. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, you still have the same problem Space Marines are always going to have, and that's low model count and being vulnerable to certain types of builds. But in testing, I felt ultra confident with them. But then I also am kind of that way all the time yeah. anyway. So, you know, take my opinion with a grain of salt, and we'll have to wait and see mm -hmm. what it's like. But there's still so much more to see. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Um, I think you can't play Chaos Space Marines without being jealous of the Space Marines all the time, though, right? Because, like, aren't you... You're kind of taking over the persona of yeah. the faction you you're playing. You should be full of bitterness right. towards the Imperium. You've been sitting in the Eye of Terror for 10,000 years. <laughs> uh, you know, Gilman comes in all handsome. Yeah. You're just like, ah, I got sores ah. on my face, my lips. I should have worn Yeah. should have used protection Dang when it. I went into the warp. So. Uh, Jim Vessel, yeah, you got, you got some... You got more than just updated data sheets. You also got the uh, Vigilus... You got the um, Lord Executioner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shut up. I actually got my butt kicked by that guy in a league game. How embarrassing. Uh, Disco Lords. And uh, then, of course, you got like all the, the, the really cool purge stuff. Is it as cool as this? No, it's not. Of course yeah. not. But it was better than a kick in the nuts, right? Uh, and then again, who knows mm -hmm. what the future holds? Maybe Chaos Peace Marines have more stuff coming down the pipe. You just have to wait and see. Um, Sweet Nodge just says, CSM is not performing well at all. Chaos Super is performing well. Yeah, guess what? They're doing better than Space Marines. <laughs> yeah. Space Marines is one of the lowest performing armies in the game. So there you go. Uh, Chaos Space Marines is doing way better than Space Marines. Uh, they are, at this point in time, definitely better after this book. I will, I don't think so. But um, instead of being a, a bitter at your loyalist brothers. Yeah. Uh, why not be happy for the fact that Space Marine players are finally getting their day? And as a case, Chaos Space Marine player, be hopeful that uh, GW. Yeah. What would Abaddon think of your attitude? He'd be like, keep it up. <laughs> Fuel the hatred. He'd be like, you're weak. <laughs> Two weeks to join the Black Legion. Uh, um, Anyways. Yep. We can get into Jim a lot Vessel of cosplay. Jim Vessel says, I am very. Um, yes. I am very bitter. Uh, 
rubbing salt in the wounds. Oh, I love it. I play I, what's the IW? I, I, I love, I love the tears and yeah. keep it coming. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Chaos Space Marine players, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that on another yeah. show. So uh, Space Marines, be stoked. It's yeah. super awesome. Dust those bad boys off. It's Your day has come. Mm-hmm. Be excited. And like I said, this is, there's so much more cool stuff to see. Yeah. Like, well, awesome times. If anything, it's going to add to the variety that we're seeing in armies, which is the best thing about this this game at this point is the variety of the armies. Yeah. You know, that so if already like you go to a tournament and everyone's playing something different, even like on same factions, like now it's just going inc- to, I just love it. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere with this stuff, but no, it's good. Isn't yeah. it? I'm happy I, about I'm that. that. I'm happy. Like if somebody's like looking at their, their space Marines and they're just dusty and they're like, okay, finally I can, you know, yeah, it's, bust it's, it out. it's amazing. And there's so many, the, the really cool thing too, is that there's so many different ways you'll be able to play space Marines, like radically different lists mm-hmm. that are all going to be viable. So I can't wait to see what the community does with it, but uh, let's jump back in. We have a lot more to cover and we'll answer more questions at the end of the show. If anybody has any more questions, about right. space Marines. this is the, I think the best argument this guy said, it's uh it's better than seventh edition free transports, right? Anything is better than seventh edition free units. Competitively, I, I can't say at this point in time, but for the game, yes. Yes. Yeah. Anything's better. Because instead than of Space Marines being like in with, with uh, Battle Company, which is their last mm-hmm. heyday, well, yeah. Storm Raven Spam was their last heyday, but Battle Company, when they were doing really well, it didn't feel like the fluff at all, except mm-hmm. for the fact that you had a Battle Company on the table, which was fluffy, mm-hmm. but. The, the space marines themselves were like they just died and stood on objectives that now space marines feel powerful right well primary space marines do well no this works for all of them and not just primary in, ter- in terms of like defensive capabilities because of the wounds sort of yeah. yeah i mean i'll give you that but but for the first time in a very long time when you play a space marine army it's going to feel like a space marine army in the fluff like they're gonna be powerful they're gonna be killing stuff uh and they're not just going to be kind of like a placeholder that sits on an objective and doesn't really contribute anything, which yeah. is a win. All right, ITC news. We got a bunch of upcoming events, but of course, as always, if you like the ITC, you think it's been good for your hobby, you want to see it continue to grow and thrive, please consider supporting it financially through the Patreon. You can do so for as little as one dollar a month, and we super appreciate it. One hundred percent of the money goes back into the ITC, mm-hmm. cover server costs, <clears throat> labor all the cool stuff like we fly people from other parts of the world into the lvo that all costs money uh trophies all the crazy stuff that we do mm-hmm. uh all the money goes right back into it so if you do support it thank you so much it means a lot upcoming 40k itc events we have a major the european singles championships at the etc that's in novi Sad, serbia uh, we also have another gt the london open part two obviously in oh. london in the united kingdom and a major, the Siege World 40K event in St. Louis, Missouri. Siege World. Nice. Uh, long running, very cool event. And uh, I, I'm actually getting really excited for the LGT. Mm-hmm. If you've been following along, um, they're going ITC format this year. But the big thing, the terrain looks amazing. This is, I think we should give a shout out to this guy. So. Oh, yeah. The Fizzy Warhammer 40,000 Monsoon League Part 2 in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys at Fizzy's, I've been talking to them now that we've been working together yeah. with ITC. They're really cool dudes. And they, they have events all the time. So if you're in Thailand, if you're an expat or a local mm-hmm. that's for some reason listening to an English language 40K podcast, yeah. check out Fizzies. Okay. We also have uh, events in uh, uh, Malaysia as well. Yeah. I mean, they're all over the world. I mean, just yeah. this weekend, I mean, we'll look at, we have Australia, the UK, Thailand, Serbia. Yep. 
Hawaii. Ooh. Could be its own nation. Ooh. Yeah. Should the, be. The only place we haven't had a, uh, an ITC event is Antarctica in terms of like continents. All right. We got to get a game yeah. store up there to just play a game. It just like some people that are out there like in a, like a, a research facility. Yeah. <laughs> just, just six player. It. Six yeah. player event. Could be two. Who cares? It's Antarctica. That'd be great. Uh, upcoming into Sigmar ITC events. We have a, a GT, the European Singles Championship, obviously at the ETC as well. Uh, the Ordo Fanaticus Club Challenge Age of Sigmar GT in Vancouver, Washington. A major Wargames Con Age of Sigmar GT, and that's in Austin, Texas. And <laughs> the CCBB 2019 mm. Age of Sigmar Championships. And that's the uh, Capital City Bloodbath. And that's up in uh, Ottawa in Canada. Nice. Cool. Your current 40K ITC top five. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jim Bessel, who mm -hmm. just won another event last weekend. Congratulations to oh. Jim. And that put him, that, that, that gave him a little bit more of a cushion over his arch rival, TJ Lanigan, who's been nipping at his heels right. most of the season. Uh, Manny Chima representing the UK, sitting in third place. Nick Nonavati, who was a little quiet in the beginning of the season, but he's making his presence felt. Yeah, here. he's coming up. He is. He, it took a little bit of ribbing to get him uh, motivated, but yeah. And there he is, fourth place. He has displaced Mr. Richard Siegler, the Tau Terror of the Panhandle. Actually, I don't know if he lives in the Panhandle. He's, he lives in Florida, to my knowledge, but oh. uh, that had a nice ring to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he is in fifth place. Congratulations it's to everyone. Pretty, everyone in the top 10 has over 1,000 points. It's all pretty close. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 40k current hobby track top five uh, again the the polymath the renaissance man jim vessel mm -hmm. uh, is leading the pack there as well followed by paul winters who has bumped former champion lou rollins in the third place jason bird in fourth and tyson aguilar in fifth nicely done age of sigmar current itc top five Jeremy, the French overlord vessier has displaced the jersey kid matt pashby mm -hmm. and he asked me to talk a little trash he said that he knocked the Jersey kid out of first place by coming to Matt's event that he ran in Idaho. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, I came into his town, yeah. came into his home, kicked his butt, and took his first place spot. Slapped him. <laughs> yeah. Gave him a little French slap. <laughs> uh, did a little, took some snuff, pulled his glove off, yeah. and just slapped him in the face. I love it. Uh, Paul Druseski is in third. Dutch Adams moves into fourth. And Alex Gonzalez what a name. in fifth i know it's like the manliest name his name would have been like dutch like hardwood dutch johnson that would have been the, the, the best that's a good name uh, dutch what a cool name man. it is a cool name if you're at uh, lvl come say hi uh age of sigma itc hobby track top five uh new champion rich waters moves into oh. first place matt beasley bumps into second jack ballard in third ricky fisher in fourth and matthias crucial in fifth well yeah done. so right now we have most people have two out of five events, but uh, so, you know this month there's three large events, so we should be seeing three more, right? Yeah, hopefully. Right, TOs? Okay. Just remind your TO that if uh, if you're interested, if the hobby side of the ITC is the thing that you're most excited about or just something you want to participate in, uh, just remind your TO it's very easy to participate. Yep. All they have to do is basically just submit another score, yep. and, uh, and that's all it takes. It's easy peasy. Shadespire, current ITC top five. Tony Field still leads the pack. Ivan Cho in second. Jonathan Colson in third. Philip Santa Maria in fourth. And Kevin Cruz in fifth. Do you remember, do you remember the guy, uh, Josue Ibarra, and we always didn't know how to say his name? Yeah, I thought it was Hosu. It's not Hosu. <laughs> he was at Slaughterfest, and he's like, man, you said my name wrong like a hundred times on yeah. the podcast. What is it? Is it Hosue? Hosue? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody in the world ever got his name right. 
He's got to be used to it. I met another person named Josue. I just didn't know how it was written. Like most play people, it's like Josue. <laughs> Josue. They'd be like, how do you, you say J, right? It's a hard J. <laughs> uh, Kill Team, current ITC top five. Michael T. Holy, the one and only. Yep. Still Flying sitting, in. Still sitting in first Flying place. Flying in the wings <laughs> of heaven. That's, is that right? That's his tagline. Uh, my, Frank Delicus in second. Tyler Hill in third. Ryan Hebb in fourth and Georgie Garnett in fifth. Congratulations. So this last weekend, oh to no one's uh, surprise, we had a million uh, events. Whoa. We had six GT or larger events. It's, it's really getting crazy how, how many events there are. So let's zip through your top four from these events. So the SummerSlam GT in the UK, Mark Crumbleholm got first place. He also did really, we, we just mentioned his name a couple weeks ago. That is the most English name it is. I've ever seen in my life. If his name was Benedict Crumbleholm, that would be it. He'd be royalty. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and cool name aside, he did really well with the Drukari list. Lots of uh, um, uh, grotesques. Yeah. And then a, a bunch of death gestures. Pretty neat. Go ahead and pronounce this. Thomas Doach in second place. I don't think that's right. That's how I'm saying it. I don't it. think that's right. Jason McKenzie in third with Gene Sealer Colt. Eric Hoth in uh, fourth with Forces of the Hive Mind. It was Gene Sealer Colt three vultures. Very cool. Is that a normal thing? It's very common. That's really good. It's very common. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people run the triple vultures in the Gene Sealer Colt. Very good. Uh, T-Shift, which is an awesome event run by our friends. It went uh, went well. Jim Vessel, hey. Getting it done. There he is. First place with Chaos Demons and Chaos Space Marine characters. <clears throat> Scott Carnes got second with a very tank-heavy Astro Military Army. He had six Lehman Russes. Nice. And Blood Angels. Cool list. For our third place, Michael Tempe with Necrons. Kind of like the normal Necron list we've been seeing. It's Doomsday Arcs and lots mm -hmm. of... Uh, the three units. Tomb Blades and, yeah. Yeah, and Destroyers. Necrons have from being perceived as one of the weakest armies in the game are just steadily climbing up the leaderboards. They've got a few drums and they're loud. Yep. Not many, but they've got a few. But they're loud. And in formats like the ITC, um, they're really strong because they don't give up kills very easy, but mm -hmm. they're almost always going to get a kill. Yeah. And it took a while for the Necron community to find their stride, mm -hmm. but every week we're seeing them do well. If they're not like... There's still not a lot of Necron players out there, but mm -hmm. the ones that are that have kind of got dialed in, they're yeah. doing very well. And like I said last week, if I see a tuned up Necron list across the table from me, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a tough game. Yeah, uh, if you can't take out those units to not, not let them get the stratagems, it's brutal. you're in trouble. Yeah. And this was the Jason Ryder got fourth place at T-Shift, and he had the coolest army I saw of the last weekend mm -hmm. it was almost an entirely bike army mm -hmm. of ultramarines with g-man and then he had two units of vanguard vets it was one of the most interesting lists i've seen in a long time mm -hmm. really cool and jason if you're out there and you'd be interested in talking about how you played your list and did so well with it we would be happy to, to hear get a write-up from you um super cool he had all these like characters on bikes and nice. all these different bikes yeah it was really neat uh boardroom brawl took place in the united states of america miles scott Got uh, first place with Azriani. We've been seeing more and more pure Azriani lists lately, which is really cool. Dayton Obrey got second place. Ooh. Really cool army. It had a bunch of Thousand Suns with actual Rubric Marines in it. Oh, my God. And then Chaos Knights. Yep. Uh, Scott DeWinter Wilkie, which is a, a mouthful of a name there. Mm -hmm. uh, he got third place with Drukari. <clears throat> and then Matt Czar got fourth place with Catachans and Cladius Tanks, which are all boom, over boom, the place boom. right now. They're good. The Super Secret GT... Uh, which was in the southern part, the southern region of the United States. John Lennon got first place. That's a name you've been hearing a lot this season with uh, pure Gene Sealer Colt. 
Cardo Leach got second place with Azriani. Richard Martin got third with Pierre Custodes. And this is a common theme we've been seeing with Pierre Custodes' list. He had uh, the Orion dropship, which is at Flying Knight, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Cladius tanks and a bunch of other yeah. stuff. But uh, that's what Custodes, who were doing really well when they first came out, they've kind of pulling back and now they're coming back. And I'm seeing a lot of the pure Custodes lists riding on the back of this Orion and the Cladius tanks. Well, so. people, I think when, when the Custodes first came out, everybody was on board with the jet bike captains. Yeah. Well, and then, the jet bikes. And the jet, well, they're really good. But then they were like, wait, these forge old units are way undercosted and overpowered. And I'm going to start taking these. <laughs> and then that's what people do. So. I mean, don't forget, just like one year ago, the London GT was one um, by pure, it was all jet by all Custodes jet yeah. bikes and Don Eagle captains, and he got max battle points. Mm-hmm. And that was just a year ago. So, I mean, that, there's still gas in that tank. It's just people have shifted. Yeah. Uh, at the Gen Con Mags Open Championship, I believe it was called, uh, Aaron Alon got first place <clears> with <throat> a mix of Guard, Blood Angels, and G-Man thrown in there. It was pretty mm. interesting. Chris Kentrup got second with Pure Azriani, and then Steve Pamprin coming in hot third place with Orcs. Uh, lastly, we had the Bad Moon GT number three, which was in London. Boris Michiv, a very strong player from the UK, got first place with Orcs. Matt Reed got second with Knights, Admech, and Guard. Kind of a cool combo. Tom Lewis got third with Chaos Demons and Chaos Knights. Chaos Knights are really starting to flex their muscles. And Shaban Chaudhuri, I hope I said your name right, and I'm sorry if I didn't, got fourth place with Pure Azriani. Very cool. Been seeing more and more Pure Craft yeah, Azriani's going up. Yep. So here is your results from August 3rd and 4th, 2019 Top 4. And this is Reese's... Uh, own little mathematical model I put together, but it mm-hmm. gives you kind of an idea of who did the best. Yeah. So this last week, Imperium took the podium with 12 total points. And again, how do I come up with this? Very simple. I assigned four points for a first place finish, three for second, two for third, one for fourth. And Azuyani uh, was second best performing uh, army based on this model last weekend with 11 points followed by Chaos and Orcs with nine, Gene Silicolt with six, Eldari with four, Necrons, Custodes, and Drukari with two, Forces of the Hive Mind and Space Marines with one point. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, a lot of variety. Imperium continues to, to kind of ride the top, but that should be expected because they are by a mile the most played faction. Yes. Right? So that should not be a surprise. Which, which will most, probably be most, usually it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Like it, 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 there's so many codexes that they can pull from, mm-hmm. right? So it's a wide net. Uh, and then if we look at our two-month rolling average, Imperium is starting to pull away. Chaos is in second place, but Imperium has got 66 points. Chaos has 56. They were pretty neck and neck, but in, especially in this last week, Imperium really kind of jumped ahead of them. Uh, Oryx in third with 39 points, followed by Eldari, which is Eldar Soup, mixed Eldar, with 36. Tau with 33. This was the first week we didn't see Tau on the podium. Yeah, still in the top five. Yep. Oh, no, the Tau have been... The, the yeah. Xenos are doing great right now. I would say of all the codexes to go against, a Tau list is the most daunting to play against. It is terrifying. And I don't know anybody like who's like, oh, player. yes, I drew a Tau player. They're always like, oh, gosh. It's horrible. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, um, so Tao, and then after that, we have pure Craft World Elder, Azriani. Uh Necrons, there we go, baby, jumping yeah. up. Top they're, 10. They're performing above Gene Sealer Colt, followed by Jakari. And then Admec is the first, it's the most successful pure Imperium force. Nice. Um, and they've been doing pretty dang well. And then we got Forces of the High Mind, Space Marines, Custodes, all the way down to Tyranids, mm-hmm. who only have a single point. And then again, womp, womp, womp. Uh, only thing not on the table, Grey Knights. 
Death Watch. I, Death Watch, I don't understand because a pure Death Watch army is really good. It, they, they have low model count. That's their problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there are your rankings for the past week. And then take a look at this gorgeous Daredevil Dread. The Frontline Gaming Paint Studio painted up for a client. I really like this one. It looks really good. This is a, a repeat client, and he's had a, quite a few different dreadnoughts. I recognize painted. the paint scheme. We've done yeah, a lot. Yeah, same artist. Um, he's very, he does, it's very unique look, you know, and so I give him a lot of these types of projects. Um, but yeah, fantastic. This is Tabletop Plus. Um, I mean, it's almost falling into the master class realm. Well, the weathering, the weathering is what really does it. Which takes a long time, and he does a really good job. So uh, if you like what you see, you can always request specific artists, if you like their styles, when you do your, if you put in your paint uh, quest, request, uh, you say, hey, I really like this photo, and then I can pair you up with that guy. So, or Indeed. girl. We have a couple girls on our team. Um, Pretty cool. Check us out at flgpaintstudio.com yeah. if you want to see more of our work, get an idea. And if you're an aspiring artist, if you're a commission artist that is already working for yourself and you need some more work. Generally looking for people who can almost do it full time. Or if you're just looking to get your toes yeah. wet, try it out. We're always hiring new talented artists. Uh, go in and fill out the form and we will get back to you. Let's jump in and answer some questions. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay, <clears throat> will other factions get chapter traits on vehicles? Like I think all of them already do. I think it's just Space Marines and Chaos Space Marines that don't. I think Gene Sealer Colt doesn't also on their own. Uh, like the Rock Crusher, I could be wrong on that. But mm -hmm. I, pretty much everybody gets them on their vehicles. Uh, kill team stream if i get points playing a faction that's not on the itc page does that faction get added mm -hmm. what i don't understand your question uh like what do you play they might be thinking like i want to do sisters of silence but there's not an actual sisters of silence i think maybe he's talking about the scoreboard or something i don't know okay uh symbol the gameplay experience when it lose has some, okay you're talking to somebody else uh max d reese have you had an opportunity to get a peek at the cities of sigmar book yet with the formal oh. removal of Free Guard General. No! That's something... Oh, no, he got taken out? That's something that we haven't touched oh, on. But yeah. if you if you are curious about what is being not going to be in the free people or in the city of Sigmar, go to the Last Chance to Buy page. Oh, my God. If they Games Workshop. the Free Guild General, that's going to gut. Not the one on the Griffin. Oh, that doesn't matter. The He's one on the, the ground one is one of the gone. Griffins. That model is in Last Chance to Buy. Oh, no, no. Oh, Unfortunately, so almost the entire High Elf line is oh, in there as well. I didn't know that. R.I.P. High Elves were the first army when I was 14 that I was like in love with. Like I bought, I saved up all my money. I got the Codex, which was like $20 at the time. And man, so that is that was hard to see all of those models on the, the Last Chance to Buy. Dude, that's such a bummer, bummer. Like he is the linchpin to the army. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and a lot of the dwarf, a lot of the dwarf, uh, the dwarf uh, thunder, uh, the their shooting units were on there as well. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. The 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 free guild general on horse with the banner, which he has a plastic kit. I don't know why they would would remove it. It might be stuff where they're just like, we don't want to keep. That's yeah. Sucks. Cannons are gone. Um, Dude, that 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 he was what made the free guild, uh, the I, free people's army. Work. I'm sad about it. I'm, I'm not a big Age of Sigmar player. I feel there's a lot of problems with the game, but it's very it is popular. Um, but while I am upset, not upset, but I'm sad to see these like iconic models being phased out. I do appreciate that they're like moving on. Like it's a different game. It's a different aesthetic. It's a different realm world. Like you can't keep the same stuff in there forever. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> Rad Bully says, Banana, my dad says you can come over and play some Lord of the Rings when you're healed up. 
Well, you know, the mustache. He has a senior mustache, though. Yeah. Well, well if you, you live, have a brother coming on the As way, long as you don't live near a school. <laughs> or a Chuck I, sh I should be able to go. Chuck e. Yeah, Chuck e. I can't even walk by Chuck E. Cheese. It's unfortunate. Uh, uh, Max yeah. D says, I just bought a 2,000 point free people's army with him. Guess that's me in the gutter. Oh, dude. If they, if you really, if we really lose his, he was what made that army work. And that is so sad. If yeah. Dragon gone. Knights are gone. Oh, it's all gone. All basically the entire high elf line is, is gone. Maybe he's still and then most of the wood elf line. Cause you saw if, with the previews of that new war band, that's probably going to be the aesthetic going forward. Uh, maybe he's so still most in the of the book. high elf stuff is out. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, the there's, maybe there's something in the book that performs a similar function that has like similar rules. We could hope. Yeah. Because yeah, dude, trying to make that army work without him is is a fool's errand. It won't it won't work. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, we'll know more uh, when that book comes out, though. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll reserve my judgment until I read the book. I haven't yeah. had a chance to read it yet. I mean, they, they have to get rid of that stuff at some point, right? No, they don't. <laughs> Why? Yeah. They moved thirty four. Yeah, thirty four kids. kids. Oh, um, a handful of models. You must have really big. Well, hands. yeah. I mean, I guess they have to like spin it positively. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Toll. Oh. Oh, that, that hurts my heart. Okay. Oh, well, I guess a uh, beast man it is for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, at any rate, so uh, can't wait to talk more about the updated massive Space Marine update that is coming. It's, it's incredible. If you're a Marine player, get stoked because your patience is paid off. It's your day. It's come. Yeah. Uh, if you're somebody out there that, that uh, does not play Space Marines but enjoys more variety when you go to a tournament, well you're gonna be seeing a lot more Space Marine players. That's great, right? It's not, it's gonna mix things up. It's gonna change the meta, hopefully in positive ways, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see how well they do in the meta. I believe that they can hang in there and they, that they can be top tier, but yeah. time will tell, right? Well, time will tell. Um, oh. You know, we'll see. It's always interesting to see what the, the community does with it um, when it gets out there into the wild. Also, please, if you wanna to go to the SoCal Open and play 40K events, grab your tickets sooner than later. It's about to sell out. Uh, very, very near it. Like there's only three tickets left for the 40K narrative. Um, and we still have room in some of the other fun events like Age of Sigmar, Kill Team, uh, Shadespire, etc. And if you want a new FLG mat, now's the time to get it. You only have five days left in the summer super sale. 20% yep. off all mats, free shipping options within the continental United States, and five new designs. Very cool. Very, very cool. Ugh. Yeah, everyone in the chat's now just talking about yep. All the markets that are going bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Signals from the Frontline, number 649. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will talk to you all again. Uh, if not this weekend, we have just memorial service this weekend, which, again, if you wanted to attend, it's in mm -hmm. uh, Mountain View, California. Please fill out the RSVP form. Uh, like, that takes precedent, obviously, but if we do have time, we'll try and jump on and do a, a Space Marine Codex review as soon as possible. Yep. But if not, you'll be hearing from us again next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Happy gaming. Happy gaming.